First of all, before we say anything else, I just want to say, fuck you, Stephen Harper. Bye, Felicia. See you later, you sack of shit. so proud of Canada for finally getting rid of that useless piece of garbage PM we had. Now we have Justin Trudeau and he's handsome. Everyone keeps talking about that. I'm like, yeah, but he's more than that. Hopefully he better be. Anyway, so this is episode 13 (laughs) of the Baby Mamas. I'm Angie. I'm Jackie. And this is our podcast about our journey getting pregnant. Up to this point, unsuccessfully. We're not hiding anything from you guys. Yeah, no, we're not bearing the lead here. So we're still waiting. We left you with having inseminated, and now we are in the last few days of the two-week wait. Yeah. Um, We got confirmation that Ange did ovulate with our blood work. Yeah, I went and got a blood test, and I was, before starting this whole process, really nervous about blood tests. But this time, because I've had so many... blood tests. Needles. Any needles. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which is problematic. But up until this point, I've been really nervous, and now... I actually looked at the needle. I looked at it after they put it in, though. It was a big step for Ange. It like, was a big step. Big step. So I'm getting I'm getting used to all these this poking and prodding. She's growing up, guys. It's happening. I'm a big girl now. <laughs> so yeah, so we got the confirmation. That's awesome. Good news. We don't have to stress about it anymore, which is nice. And we are not peeing on sticks. I am definitely not, because that would be pointless. But Ange is not peeing on any sticks. No pregnancy tests here. I haven't done one yet, and it's 10 days or 11 days past ovulation today. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people would be peeing on sticks by now, but we just decided, like... It's too stressful. Yeah. We just wait for the blood test. That's it. Yeah, the blood test is final. There's no squinting. There's nothing. It will tell you you are not pregnant, and then we can move on right from there. Rather than, I did a blood test, and it said nothing, but maybe tomorrow it will have something, and then maybe the next day, and then every day you're just you're crashing your hopes and then getting them back up again, which is so hard. You just said you do a blood test and then are checking it every day. I don't think there are any at-home blood tests. (laughs) (laughs) No, but some crazy people do that. I've heard on forums, they'll like try and figure out what will register as positive pregnancy on those pregnancy tests. And they've done like blood, breast milk, uh, tears. Tears? Tears. Well, there's a lot of those. Just different bodily fluids to see how you can find out if you're pregnant. I feel good about us not peeing on things. (laughs) That sounds ridiculous. No, I feel good about our decision to just wait for the blood test. I think it's, there's so many things you could be going crazy about. You could get a false negative, which would be very misleading because then you think, sweet, I can drink my face off and then, you know, not. And we actually decided because we went to Portland, we were like, so we inseminated right before Portland. So what? What are we comfortable with? Because a lot of people say drink till it's pink. So like drink until you get a positive pregnancy test. But those people usually aren't paying $1,400 every single time they try and have a baby. They're probably more likely just sticking it in mm-hmm. with their male partner. 
Yeah, and I mean, even if they are, I don't know. I know that it's probably okay, and a lot of people say it's probably okay, but I'm not comfortable. We're not comfortable with the probably, so we decided up until day five because that's day five or six is roughly when implantation occurs, and then that way we don't have to worry like if we're gonna do something, do some kind of damage, and really like or prevent us from getting pregnant. Yeah. So, Angie's not drinking. We don't do any tests until we get the blood test, and that's it. That's but we did drink in Portland, which was yes. amazing. Oh. Cider Fest. If anyone lives in Portland or near Portland, around October 10th, there's the Cider Fest, and apparently they do it every year. All the money, 100% of the proceeds, goes to muster, muscular dystrophy research, and it was so much fun. I think there's more than just this one Cider Fest, too, because some of the people I talked to said, yeah, like they were referring to other cider festivals around the Oregon State kind of area. So, Well, this is the only one that's, I think it's called Northwest Cider Fest, and it's the only one that benefits MDA. Yeah, but which, oddly enough, triggered my like credit card company to be like, fraud, fraud, fraud. (laughs) I was like, what? No, it's, what? But it's because it was... They're like, you never give to charity. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, what is this bitch doing? (laughs) All she ever buys is like cat food so where is this coming from but it was like the most ridiculous fun i think we've had in a long time and we so needed it we went and had like we weren't sick on this trip there were no fights there was like it was like the perfect trip and we just like we got along the whole time we went there and and the first night was we were there for the keith and the girl um comedy show comedy show yeah they're live live taping in in portland Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Portland was great. Cider Fest, amazing. We brought back so much cider. I've never, I was always a beer person. <sighs> and then my mind was blown because the cider that we have here is like shit. It's like sugar water. Not all of it, but the, like, the standards, like, if you're from BC, then you know the ones, you know, there's, you know, we have growers, which is really sweet. We have... You know, now we have like Lone Tree and Summersby and Magners. Magners I like. Um, there's like everyone has Strongbow, but it's pretty limited. Like there's not a lot of options here. It's getting better, but it, the whole cider movement is like a new thing. Portland's way ahead of the game, I think. And they have so many cideries. It was so good. Not just Portland. I shouldn't say just Portland. They were from all over the place. There were some in Seattle. Seattle. There were some from Washington. There were some from all over kind of the Pacific Northwest. Duh, no, Northwest fi- Cider Fest. Yeah, you idiot. Way to state the obvious, Jackie. Good. Anyways, but it was like, it was just so exciting. We were there and I I love cider and I don't like beer. So um, <laughs> don't tell anybody at the bar that I worked at for the last eight years. Whoops. And Ange got to taste, like I was, my mind was blown and I already am a cider per- person. And we tried like ciders that were like hopped ciders and a chai cider and spicy cider and berry ciders and like you could like everything. Hopped cider is so fucking good. If you come across a hopped cider in your life, do not hesitate. Stick it in your mouth immediately. So good. And if you think that you don't like hops, you don't know. Because you think you don't like hops, fuck you. (laughs) No, but Ange. Get out of here. (laughs) You get away from here. (laughs) You stop listening right now. Ange didn't li- doesn't like hoppy beer at all, and I don't like beer, so I assumed I didn't like hops. It's not the same flavor no. at all. It's so different. It's so good. Our favorite one was Swift. Swift hopped. hopped. No, what was it called? Swift dry hop. No, dank hop. Dank hop. Yes. Swift dank hop. Ugh. 
and it wasn't super busy yet, so people were overpouring like four and six ounces for the two ounce tickets, which was awesome. Um, so needless to say, we got super tipsy. <laughs> but after we went through the first set, we were like, oh my God, like there were over a hundred ciders to try. We did not try all of them because that's ridiculous, but. I think we got a little bit tipsy and actually recorded ourselves with your phone. So maybe I'll play that right now. Okay, so we are at the Northwest Cider Fest. It's awesome. Never knew such a thing existed. Nope. I'm in love. Jackie's drunk. Yep. And also realizing that who needs anything other than cider because you can get everything you want. Hoppy cider, the best. I didn't like, I don't like beer at all. I don't like beer. Beer sucks. But hoppy cider is like the most delicious thing ever. <laughs> and you think the same thing. I do. I do. I think that hoppy cider is better than beer. Tasty. Yeah. And people here are so friendly. They are. Okay, so we came... And I was expecting we'd try a few ciders and then we would leave, but then we decided we were going to upgrade <laughs> to VIP, baby. So yeah. now we're in the VIP lounge where we get, like, kind of open bar. Pretty treatment. much. Like, whatever's available left, we can have. We can we, have as much of it as we as want. As many refills as you want. Like, tiny glasses, but still, as many as you want. So let's just pay the extra five, $9, sit in the lounge with really talented musician named Joseph Conti. I just talked to one of the people that sang with him's mother and she was like, oh, oh, here's his name, blah, blah, blah. And also, oh, my daughter sang with him. Oh, here's some free tickets because I have to go. <laughs> Amazing. And then beyond that, um, the bartenders are very generous and the food is free. There's like, there's pigeons. <laughs> all over the place. There's peanuts, there's free produce, apples and pears, and oranges, and cake, and there was pizza earlier, and these weird, like, like granola bars with, like, cheese and apple on them, like appetizers. Kind of weird, but really good. The point is that cider is awesome, and, and we're having such a fun time in Portland. And this is the best day, and you know what's happening right now? You guys don't even realize, but right now... That sperm is running, galloping, chasing down that slutty little egg of Angie's. <laughs> and it's happening. It's all happening. It is. Jackie said <laughs> that this might be the best day that she's had since her wedding. It's true. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. It's because there's so much cider coursing through her veins. Yes. What's our favorite cider right now? Dry hop. Swift, Swift Dry Hop. Is Swift? that just because it's like freely available right okay, now? Okay, Swift us? Dry Hop. Oh, it would top three. Swift Dry Hop, the Dark and Dry by. I don't remember what they're called. They're fucking sold out, so I don't care about them anymore. And the Apricot from uh, Atlas. Atlas, and they're also out. Oh, okay. And I've been asking every single person, like, do you distribute in Canada? 90% of them are like, no, it's so expensive. The taxes, the taxes. I'm like, goddamn, BC. Um, and some woman told us to buy our own kegerator. Which we should. That's actually a very smart investment. I agree. <laughs> I've wanted a kegerator for like 10 years. You're like, no. I bought you a bar fridge. What the fuck? It's very different. I know. It's I like know. a bar fridge with a tap attached. I understand. Okay. The other one that we really liked was... Um, we really like the Portland Cider Company... London Dry Gin. London Dry Gin. It's cider, no extra added sugar, with juniper berries. It's so oh, good. Oh, it's so good. Did we buy that? No, they were sold out. Yeah. Fuck. 
fuck? And they also made a really interesting scrumpie, which I've never heard of. And a scrumpie is like apparently what the um, people would make with like stolen apples. <laughs> so it's like 13 something percent cider. So it's more like a, he said it was more like a bourbon than a he cider. He said it was more like a brandy. Brandy, yeah, yeah, yeah. More like brandy than cider. It's very strong, very intense, but very interesting flavor wise. Yeah. Yeah. Do you. Do you like Portland? I fucking love it. <laughs> but mostly because they love cider as much as I do here. I, I feel mean, like I'm among my people. Yeah. No beer drinkers in sight. Being a beer drinker. And Fuck having, you, people. Yeah, but having had this much cider, I feel like if I had the equivalent amount in beer, I would feel like garbage. Unwell. Like garbage and like bloated, and I don't. Because beer is garbage drink. Because I normally never drink cider, so I didn't know that you could drink a lot and feel great. Amazing! It's like sake, but cider. Yeah. The, oh, the musician's starting again. Oh, good. He's so good. Okay, bye. So, let's get back to talking about pregnancy. Oh, but talking about cider is so much more fun. <laughs> There's so much less to cry about <laughs> yeah so not symptom spotting uh we did a yeah, little bit the I, other night we did let's be honest we were a little bit bad and had a l- <laughs> Ew, this it's is such, so gross it's such a gross thing to talk about but you know you you heard about alexis's puffy vagina last time so this shouldn't be that bad uh and had some yellowish discharge, discharge? <laughs> which i don't normally have i don't know about other people but I mean, um, people get discharged. It's not like the weirdest thing in the world. But this you get... was like something I haven't seen before. And maybe yeah. it's just from all this stuff that's been going into my uh, cervix and such. And I, I, I honestly, I was like, show me. And she was like, no, no. And she wouldn't let me see. I was like, whatever. I'm going to watch you poop on a table. So you should just get over it. But Like I have said from the beginning, you're not seeing my cervical mucus. You can see me poop all you want. But don't look at that mucus. I would way rather see mucus than shit. You're so weird. <laughs> anyway, it looked kind of like snot when you're sick. And I don't have a yeast infection. When I do get yeast infections, I never get the, like, cottage cheese thing that people always talk about. My vagina just gets itchy. So I've never had this before. And I, I'm not itchy. I don't feel uncomfortable. Was it clear yellowish or was it, like, creamy looking yellowish? Sorry, guys. This is super gross. <laughs> um, part of it was clear yellowy and then part of it was, like, creamy yellowy. Huh. Anyway, so we... Name that cervical mucus! <laughs> um, by the end of this whole thing, if you know, we'll probably be experts at that. Imagine, though, if I posted pictures on the Facebook. Oh! Be like... No. <laughs> hey, guys, look at my snot. Look at my vagina snot. Yeah. Um, so then we Googled it. We did. And it looks like it's a sign, or it could be a, a sign of pregnancy, which we're not taking seriously because you could pa- basically find everything anything in the world to be like a positive or a negative sign of pregnancy so i don't know yeah but it potentially is like what happens when your body is starting to develop a mucus plug so yeah and then i thought maybe because i had just finished doing a jillian michaels 30 day shred day four and i thought maybe i worked out so hard that i popped out my mucus plug and i'm gonna have a miscarriage and i told her that was crazy and then we didn't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, we were like, stop it. We're going to stop. We decided not to symptom, symptom spot. And you can say that, but you still have the thoughts, right? Yeah. How have you been, like, when those thoughts creep in, what do you do? I haven't been having them about the way that I'm feeling right now because last month I was so convinced and I was so feeling 
things that I never felt before and it meant nothing Mm -hmm. that now if I feel something I'm like probably nothing but the things that do still enter my head are maybe you're pregnant maybe you're not maybe you're pregnant maybe you're not Mm -hmm. but I'm not saying maybe this means you're pregnant Mm -hmm. maybe that means you're pregnant okay I've given up hope that I would even notice (laughs) so that's your coping mechanism just being hopeless (laughs) kind of (laughs) oh you know what I noticed the other day because I was talking to my friend and she was saying I really think this is your month like I have good feelings about it and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and I was immediately annoyed and I I think I wrote back to her and was like but maybe not because I kind of want other people to give up hope and be and realize like it might not happen Mm -hmm. and also you saying I have a good feeling means fuck all (laughs) yeah well, and it's like... And I understand people are being positive and it's like supportive and it's like, yeah, good luck. And also, what else are you supposed to say? It's really? never going to happen for you. No, yeah. I know. And we say the same thing to other people, right? But I, I have the same feeling when people are like, oh, it's going to happen this month. I'm like, you saying that makes no difference, but yeah, Yeah, hopefully. it's totally ridiculous in my head. Like, I would be pissed off if someone came up to me and was like, you're probably not pregnant. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. But it's So we can't win with me. you. Just no. don't say anything to Angela ever. Yeah. That's, that's my approach. I just don't talk to her anymore. Except for when we're on this podcast. And when we inseminate. Those are the only times we see each other. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I feel like it's wearing on us a bit. I really do. I feel like I feel a little, not negative, but I do feel a little hopeless sometimes. Like yeah. yesterday you said, was it yesterday or was it today that you said you had some cramps? That was last night. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. I just was like, no. And then in my head, I was like, of course you are. Of course you are. You're probably going to get your period and we're probably not pregnant and we're probably just going to completely go bankrupt because we're going to keep doing this until we get pregnant and then we won't have anything. Yeah. So what are we going to do next? Monitored cycles? Mm, I hate this question. I keep like my my approach was to not talk about things until we're at that point. But yeah, I feel like that would be the next step. It's the logical next step. I'm not going to jump to IVF because it's not like we live in Ontario where they just decided to fund it. Fund one yeah just one one cycle which i was like why i mean it's better than nothing like that's definitely cool but i read this article too that was about how some women will spend so much time doing iui that they end up actually spending more than they would have on ivf trying to avoid ivf but i mean you say that but you still have more chances and it's it doesn't it doesn't make sense to start with ivf like it's there's it's the problem is that there's just no way to know and that's the most frustrating part like for me i mean i i know when we inseminated i was feeling a lot of things <laughs> i was frustrated i was annoyed and i was grumpy and i was pissed off and it's hard to stop that because on my end of things i'm so helpless i can't i feel powerless i cannot do anything like, I can't do anything. I And I'm a problem solver by nature. Like, I want to fix it. I want to tackle it. I want to look at the options. And there's no other options for me except just sit here and watch and be frustrated and sad and annoyed sometimes. I mean, I'm not like that all the time. But sometimes it really is hard to manage the feelings. And it's only, I mean, it's been three months of this. But we've been trying and putting our hopes towards this for a lot longer. So... I, I hope so much that we don't have to do this for a very long time because it's hard. Yeah. Well, yes. 
And we've heard from people who have said, like, we don't know what else to do. We've tried a lot of things. And there are some things like IVF is not an option for a lot of people because it is so pricey. And, you know, then you just have to accept it. And that sucks. And I don't think we're ready to make big decisions about the next step. I really don't. I think we've touched on that a lot. But I think monitored cycles is the next logical step. It's upping the price yet again. But I yeah. guess we'll just have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, I feel like it might come to a point where we'll have to like do every other month or something, because if this goes on for months and months more, we can't keep the pace that we're going financially. Like we just can't. Yeah. So. And then we also kind of have to time it because Jackie's brother's getting married November 12th. Mm-hmm. And if I get pregnant at a certain time, I'm not going to be able to go or neither of us are going to be able to go. So that's something that we're taking into consideration too because we really want to be able to be there. It's like next to having a baby, that's like the next most important thing in my life, honestly, other than like my job. And but, not dying. And not dying, yeah, I guess. But like it's it's really... Cider? Oh, Matt and Renee's wedding over cider. Oh, that's tough. I bet they'll have some really good cider at their wedding though. Yeah, Australia is good for cider. But that's like, it's just, it's a big deal for me. This is my brother. You know, he's one of my best friends alongside of being my brother. And I would be so heartbroken if I had to miss it. But like, what's, I don't know. Anyway, there's just a lot of things. There's a lot of thoughts in my head about this. So I also wanted to know from you, because this has been pretty exhausting and it's wearing on both of us sort of separately and together, if there's anything I can do to make things easier on you, because that's the only thing I can really affect. I've tried to be as supportive as possible, but it's, I don't know if I've actually asked you any, anything recently about what I, what else I can do. So, yeah. I think that kind of what I said, well, kind of what happened last week when I just kind of wanted you to be more easygoing mm-hmm. and just sort of be like, okay, this is what's happening now. We got to do it because this is the number one in our life instead of sort of fighting against it and feeling frustrated. But I wasn't fighting against it. I was accept. I had accepted that this is what, that that was happening, but that I didn't have positive feelings about it at that time. But I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to get into that whole conversation No, no, again. I'm just saying, I don't think that. That's not what I was talking about. You can be frustrated and have accepted something. I think those are like mutually exclusive. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway. I've accepted that we can't just like bone and get pregnant. That doesn't mean it doesn't frustrate me. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I think doing your own independent research. I mentioned this to you ages ago. Mm-hmm. I don't like that you don't read up on things enough, that you're not looking things up and looking up tips because I'm always doing that and I'm looking up like, oh, this is the right timing for the egg. Maybe we should do this. And I kind of wish that you would do that, would devote some of your time to looking on forums, reading things, reading whatever, to try and help take a little bit of the pressure off of me because I feel like I'm doing the research. I'm also, like, trying to get my body ready and going through, like, the physical part of it. And I'm kind of just bringing all this information to you, like, oh, I read this thing. Oh, I read this thing. Do you think it's okay? When I would rather you read it yourself so that we can come together and be like, this is what I took from that article. This is what I took from that. Because I think you're really, really smart. And I like your brains. And I want them to be part of this. (laughs) They are part of this. I get It's weird. There's like some sort of block. I get what you're saying. And I understand why you would want that. 
But I also feel like the more research we do, the more confused we are. Like, honestly. And beyond that, I can't do this at work. Like, I can't, I can't look stuff up more like you have more access you're more able to look things up and and do that kind of research at work or throughout your day and you also just spend a lot more time on the internet than i do and it just makes me kind of feel crazy i i really like that's how i feel so i would like to i know share the crazy well share it with me but i feel like if we're both doing research because you're not going to stop doing research because i'm doing it you know but it would be so amazing to me if you came and were like hey i was reading this thing and i thought that maybe we could try this or something because I'm not 100% secure in my decisions. But if we're making a decision together based on the same information, not just me telling you it, then I'm even more secure. But I feel like a lot of and the time... it makes time, me feel less anxious. Okay. Well, I feel like a lot of the time you have done research and then showed me and then I've read it and been like, yeah, I gather the same thing as you do. So I don't know why it has to come from me, like me finding it, because honestly, you're all over it. Like, there's not really anything I could come up with that would be like that you haven't seen or don't already look into. Like, I talk to Kendall a lot about stuff and then I bring you information from her. So I have done some research. I know I haven't done as much as you have, but I honestly like can't. I don't feel like it's necessary or helpful or something that I'm like wanting to do because it's already this like whole thing. This is going to sound bad, I think, but the whole, th- this whole thing is taking up so much of my brain, so much of my energy, so much of my time, so much of my feelings that I feel like I don't have any more time or energy to give to it. And I know I should have be giving everything to it because that's what we're doing, but we still have a life, you know, and it's hard to put more into it than we are. Well, how do you think that I feel? That's why I asked you. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It, I don't know. It's kind of one of those, like, I want you to want to do the dishes kind of thing. And it's at this point, it's not even an issue really anymore because we've sort of made our decision and we're going forward with it and we're following through with it. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it was more so back when we we're just starting IUI and even when we were doing things with our known donor. Mm-hmm where I was just looking all this stuff up and I would tell you things and you'd be like, I don't know, is it, does it say this? Does it? And I'd be like, well, f- just fucking, like, can you look shit up too? I'm less frustrated about it now because so I've accepted it. So <laughs> you're wanting to vent about stuff that no, no that's, longer No, I'm is. just saying that's the only thing that crossed my mind. Okay. I also really didn't, at the beginning of this, I didn't think it was going to be this complicated. I really didn't expect it to be this hard or this complicated or have this much... Um, uncertainty in in the information that's out there. I really went into it thinking like, you know, you just get some sperm from your friend and you shoot it up your, you know, in your in your wife and hopefully she gets pregnant. And then the more we've done, the more research Ange has done, I should say. Um, that's right, bitch. <laughs> The more I've realized how complicated it is. And then when we went in, when we decided to go with a clinic, I also thought like, let's just go with what the doctor tells us. Because I also like a big part of my approach is to try and maintain your crazy. Because <laughs> you get really worked up about things. And I feel like the more information. Because I'm reading all this shit online all Exactly day. <laughs> my point. So me reading more shit is not going to help. I'm actually not reading as much shit anymore. To I be know. Clear. I know. I've, so it's part of my symptom spotting not symptom spotting decision. So this whole conversation was pointless? Yeah. Cool. Um, my next question is, how do you think you'll feel 
when you're finally pregnant? I think that I'll be like, holy shit, it actually worked. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm probably going to miscarry. <laughs> and then after that, it'll be like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to have a stillbirth. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, my kid's going to have some horrible genetic deformity. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to die during labor. The child's going to die. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the kid's going to grow up to be a drug addict. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the kid's probably going to marry this person. I don't like that person. Okay, stop. <laughs> this is what I'm saying though. It's endless. From here on out, your anxieties do not go away because then you're a parent. You have to keep a thing I wasn't alive. even talking about that. You are so insane. Do you people see what I have to deal with? This is why I need to like keep a lid on your insanity i'm being honest i know i mean i i was more so thinking like when i think about when it we finally know that you're pregnant and it's like sticking it would be just, absolute even, disbelief yeah i it would honestly, be the same thing if if i like had the matching numbers on a lottery ticket i'd be like no yeah let me double check that even it's so like there I must be a mistake i'm gonna go into the office and they're gonna say no sorry yeah when i think about it I feel like my first thought is, no, we're not that lucky. Yeah, me too. Mm. How sad is that? <laughs> she just was saying before we started that we should s try and be funny. So isn't that hilarious? <laughs> we're depressed. We're not depressed. No, it's just it really, I like don't. I feel like maybe it's because I'm too scared to get my hopes up now because it's too hard. So I just don't believe it even that it's going to happen. Yes. But sometimes they say that's when it happens, when you're finally like, I don't know, it's not going to work. Yeah, but it, now that we've acknowledged it, you've just ruined the magic. Yeah. Damn it. Jinx, jinx. How do you unjinx someone? Jinx, jinx, double back around the corner. Selling, selling. Pinky swear. Pinky swear, you owe me a Coke? Coke? Yeah. Okay. There it's undone. Yeah, we're good. So we thought it would be a great idea at this point because there's not really much else to say about where we're at because we're waiting and we're waiting um that maybe you guys would like to get to know the baby mamas a little bit better um so we were going to talk about kind of the early years of 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 our life together mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure we've already said this but we met online on superdike.com so pretty much the gayest way to meet i think which is great um Actually, the gayest way to meet would probably be, like, during gay sex. <laughs> or, like, at a gay wedding. Oh, sorry, I just fell on your vagina. So we talked online for quite a long time. A yeah. few weeks. And, like, there was... So no, it was, it was maybe over a month, I think. But we were, like, messaging, messaging, messaging. We went through the website for a little while, and then we were like, fuck this, let's go to, like... MSN. MSN, which we did for a long time. And then we finally started having phone conversations. And I remember so many nights just sitting up until like three, four, five in the morning talking and then and like telling each other like periodically through our conversation, like what song we were listening to and what music we liked and like how dorky we were. And, and I remember asking you about bands and later on you told me that you said that you knew them, but you didn't. You just wanted to seem cool. Some of them. Yeah, well, I knew some of them, but some of them I'd be like, yeah, totally. I'd be like furiously Googling a band and be like, yeah, I really like this album. <laughs> and how about that song? <laughs> it was a little or or I would some of them I told you I didn't know. And then I would listen to it. And um, but I don't like I there was just so much. It's crazy when you're in that like 
infatuation stage where you like don't need sleep somehow your body's just like i'm fine i can stay up all night talking to some cute girl and then like go to work and go to school and do all the things and then come home and do it all over again yeah you're fueled by i don't know what excitement, excitement? yeah oh jinx jinx jinx, jinx double, double back, back around, around the corner pinky swear that was good that was really good and then we finally the first time we met is a little it's a fun story i guess it's it's a story anyway um the only reason that jackie was willing to meet up with me in person is because i had a show i was in a band and we were playing a show at the buffalo club and she happened to know the singer of the band from high school yep right yeah and so she was like, okay, well, then I can come because then there's another mutual person. It wouldn't be this awkward. Well, actually, even beyond that, it wasn't just it wasn't just her. It was like a lot of my friends knew you. And I was like, how do I not know this girl? If everybody I hang out with knows her, my roommate knew you. Yeah. And my roommate at the time was like, yeah, um, their band is having this show. You should come. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, is that weird if I just show up and... She was like, no, no, I don't think so. So I messaged Ange and was like, so I'm going to come to your show. And she was like, okay. (laughs) And she didn't seem that excited. And I was like, well, that's weird. I don't know. Maybe she's just nervous because I'd be seeing her play. Like, I didn't know. But it sort of felt like a safe thing. And so I brought one of my friends, different friend. And it was super awkward because what I didn't know was... That the bass player in the band was my newly ex-girlfriend. Yeah, so there was a reason she didn't invite me, but then when I said I was coming, she didn't say not to come, which I think was an interesting choice on your part. Well, because then later, when my ex-girlfriend was upset about the fact that you were there, I was allowed to say without lying, I didn't invite her. Mm -hmm. So you can't be mad at me, I didn't invite her. Yeah. Things were still (laughs) kind of messy between her and I. (coughs) We were trying the, we're going to be friends, even though we've only been broken up for three months thing. Uh, so there's a lot of jealousy, a lot of feelings, a lot of like unfinished business. So mm-hmm. when Jackie came around as this new interest, uh, my ex-girlfriend did not like that. No, she was not team Angie and Jackie. That's for sure. Not right away. Um, don't worry, guys. There's a happy ending because she was one. She was Angie's one of Angie's maids of honor. I don't know. Is that a thing? Oh, what was her title? Um, oh, best best woman. No, Fen was the best man. She was the maid of awesome. Anyway, so I show up at this show and I've only seen two pictures of her at this point. And honestly, at that point, I didn't. The two pictures were so different. One picture was of her like looking down and playing. She was probably playing her bass or guitar. And the other one was just of my vagina. (laughs) That's how I got the ladies. And the other one was of her smiling and her face looks so different in the two. Like you, you looked to me like a different person in each picture and i was like what does she actually look like i remember this picture sorry to cut you off but jackie's picture was from an 80s party that she'd gone to so she looked totally totally different and i'm asking you for a divorce now no because our (laughs) my profile picture on the website i remember exactly i was wearing that black hat and i had my glasses on no yeah 100% 100% yeah. Disagree. I know, I would know. I looked at that picture like every day of my life. Because you were obsessed with me from day one. Yeah. Actually, Ange, was, Ange messaged me. She messaged me first. And I remember that I... This is going to sound super arrogant, but I got a lot of messages. Because <laughs> that's what people do on those sites, right? And for some reason, her message stuck out. I remember her saying... It said something along the lines of like, Hey, I came across your picture and you look really cute. I 
or said something about how beautiful I was. And it sounded really sincere because some of the other messages I'd get were like, you're hot, let's talk. And, like, they were horrible. Um, so yours, for some reason, stuck out. And I remember writing back and always thinking, like, I wonder what it was. Because it wasn't anything in particular. You just said I was beautiful and that you wanted to, like, talk. But... That surprises me. I feel I know, like I wouldn't that, say like, that. And now knowing you, I'm like, how... Are you sure that I wasn't just like, sup? No. Yo? Absolutely not. And some people did do that. Like, literally, you'd get a message that just said, sup. Like, really? That's your come on? Sup? You can think about it. You have the option on the internet on a messaging site to, like, really put some thought into it. I think I also mentioned something about... Because we were both studying psychology at the time. Yeah, but you didn't know that. I don't yeah, think, it was on, was on both our profile? profiles. Yeah. Maybe. And I kind of remember messaging you, too, because it was, like, the last one I sent out that day, because mm. I sent out millions. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was, like, I was just, like, da-da-da-da-da, like, going through, and then, oh, okay, I'm done. And imagine if I'd chosen to, like, be done right before your message. Oh, there's so many imagine ifs. Yeah. So, anyway, so I get to this, I get to the show, I, like, park, my friend and I, my friend and I are walking, and we're crossing the street and I kind of look over and Ange is coming towards me, and I think, but I wasn't 100% sure. And then we both kind of like walked past each other and then turned around and looked at each other and then turned around awkwardly and never said anything. It was so dorky. She was going to get something to eat. And I went in and um, our, fr- our f- mutual friend who was in the band, the singer of the band, was like, um, have you said hi to Ange yet? And I was like, no. And she was like, what the hell's wrong with you? And she like grabbed me and was like, here, Jackie, Angie, Angie, Jackie. And we were both just like, oh, hi. And like, we're so awkward. And then you did your, sh- and then there wasn't a lot of time to talk, but, but there was this, you know, tall, angry looking girl skulking around you looking like she hated me. And I didn't know the story. I didn't know that your ex was like, not cool with it and didn't know and like, wasn't, yeah, so I, it was kind of awkward at first because I was like, who is this girl? Like, why is the bass player giving me dagger looks? Yeah, she wasn't She wasn't happy. Afterwards, it was a battle of the bands. Yeah. So I remember sticking around and being like, I want to see what happens. And a lot of people had left. And then, like, at this point in our lives, we both smoked. And I was outside smoking and out goes... Ange and her ex and her ex like has her arm around Ange and is like taking her away and I was like uh what the fuck like what's going on and I remember saying to my friend like this is really awkward I don't know like I don't know if I want to do this this is getting weird and then um we found out that you won and it was super exciting and then we were trying to I was trying to say goodbye to you and your ex was like standing behind like behind beside you kind of and like glaring at me so you stuck your hand out and shook my hand (laughs) and I was just like oh man like this is so much drama so I was like leaving the bar and I was totally in my head was like fuck this I do not need this drama I had already had like this crazy dramatic breakup with my ex and I was not interested in dealing with it and so I was on my way out and was just like in my head was like totally done and then like I'm like half a block away and out comes Ange like running down the street yelling my name and I turn around and she just goes um you should call me and gave me this look and I was like oh fuck like instantly was like great I can't I can't let this go right now so it was cute if you hadn't come out of there I was done like I was done I was not interested because of the drama yeah I was trying to not make things worse with my ex because she was 
because the band. Not, I know she listens and she's a very, very close friend. And I mean, there's many things that all of us do- have done in relationships that we regret. And mm-hmm. my part of it was not great. Yeah. It was like oh, there, there a was, very messy breakup. There's lots of reasons why she was feeling the way she was yeah, feeling. Yeah, and, and I, don't, I would have done the same yeah, thing probably yeah. if the situation were reversed because that's how it was going at that time. So when she was standing over me, like I could feel like, do I would would I rather have tension with this person who I'm in a band with who you know is I'm trying to have a friendship with, or this new person that I don't that I really really like, but isn't quite in my life that yet. Mm-hmm. So I like hesitated when you left and I stood there, and then I was just like, what are you doing? You can't let this breakup control your future. So then I was like, no, I have to go get her, mm-hmm. and ran after you. The look you gave me just like hooked me in and I was like, fuck, now I'm going to have to deal with all this crap. And like, it's her ex is one of her best friends. I love her to pieces. Like, it's all fine now. It's all water under the bridge. But at the first bit, it was like, no, I don't want to. And there was more. There was more messiness after that. But in my mind, the first time we hung out was when we went to Hell's Kitchen. Because that was that was our first kiss. Yeah, it was because I drove you home. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was like dropping you off and then we were just sitting there awkwardly and I asked you what you were thinking about because I was too chicken to just kiss you and you said you were thinking about kissing me and then I told you you should, so you did. Yeah. And, anyway, but yeah. before that, I came into your work one time. Oh, yes. When you were Yes, a you server. came in you came in to bring me this CD. Yeah. And I she totally flustered me. Like I was totally thrown off by it. I wasn't I don't know if you were if I knew you were coming in. I don't think no, I did. No, I don't think you did. And I ended up like, like, honestly, at the beginning, I was so awkward and like clumsy. And I dumped this like <laughs> whole tray of bottles of beer down one of my customers backs because Anne showed up. I was like, oh, <laughs> like it totally like flustered me. It was so embarrassing. It was. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, I feel so bad for her. She feels so awkward. Yeah. And then. And then we went to the metric concert. Right. So we went to Roxy Burger before. And so <laughs> we're sitting at the Roxy Burger, just the two of us at first, I think. Anyway, we have to shove down to make room for all these other people in this booth. And I just pick my purse up mindlessly and put it on the table. Whatever. So we're talking and I've got like my back kind of to where my purse is. And Ange's like eyes get wide. And I'm like, what? And she's like, your purse. I fucking lit my purse on fire. <laughs> like I actually lit my purse on fire on our I don't know, first official date. I don't know what to call it. Second, thirdish date. Yeah. yeah. And it was so embarrassing. I don't know why that didn't like deter you. And then you. your roommate just dumped her wine into your purse. Yes, that was her approach. She just like threw her wine at my, at fire. I was like, you should not use alcohol as an accelerant. So like, don't. <laughs> well, I don't think wine has a high Maybe not, but content, still but wasn't yeah. the best call. And then you're, you're <clears throat> yeah, that was funny. So that's the start of us yeah kind of that's the the beginnings of this this humble little relationship we have here we got a message from a listener mary jane and she was telling us about her her you know adventures in fertility and she and her wife had done at that point had done two iuis at home which i didn't realize was a thing but that's an option that some uh states offer so she's in seattle i think um, and that's where she did that, which was pretty cool. Um, and she's just been sharing her story. Um, so thanks, of course, for writing in. We really love it when people share. It's been so cool having people tell us their experience. Because as much as 
people have been saying thank you to us for sharing. I want to thank all of you right back because it really has been getting challenging and hearing all your messages and that you're still doing it and you're, you know, slogging through this process is giving me a bit of hope and making me feel a bit less alone. So it's been really great. And uh, Mary Jane even suggested like maybe coming to be on the show. So if she wants to do that, we are super up for that because really, seriously, what's with all the straight people on this queer <laughs> podcast? Like, right? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's hard. Like, I think this is part of why we wanted to start this podcast because we don't have any close friends who are queer parents. So we're just going to decide that all of you are our friends now. Yeah, we're just talking out to the universe and being like, help us, guys, help us out. But yeah. baby mama's bumps to you, Mary Jane. Hopefully you guys mm-hmm. get a positive soon and keep us updated as per usual because we always want to hear from from all of you also got a message a really hilarious message from christini um basically it was quite long so i'm not going to read it but she was suggesting doing trigger shots and she says that she gets really angry when she sees other pregnant women because it's like how did that bitch get pregnant and all this stuff and uh she was really supportive and she is a success story because she has what did she say an 18 month old I think so. Yeah, which is awesome. So it is possible. This yeah. is what we have to keep remembering. Yeah. So tell us when you get pregnant, people, because we need to know about the positives, too. We got a lot of positive feedback from our last episode because Alexis is hilarious. And yeah. I heard from her today. She is not yet in labor. Mm-hmm. She tried to get Graham to have sex with her, and he declined. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it's because it wasn't Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Everybody now knows they're... I mean, Alexis is pretty open about it, but now everyone knows their schedule. Don't drop by unannounced on a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to start a segment on our show, which we're super excited about because we have a lot of people in our lives that know a lot about, you know, sort of this world. And one of my good friends, Kendall, is going to do an Ask a Doula segment for us. If you have any questions that you think a doula would be the right person to ask... Yeah, you can email them to us, tweet them at us, put them on the Facebook page. We'll shoot them over to Kendall and she'll record a little bit answering your question. Um, we already kind of mentioned Ontario, but Madrid, I don't know if y'all saw it on the Facebook page. Madrid, Spain has decided to fund everything. Well, they had already been funding fertility treatments like IVF and stuff and IUI for straight people, but they weren't allowing lesbians to do it. So mm. finally, they overturned it and said, this is not ethnically responsible ethnically (laughs) (laughs) being a lesbian lesbian is not an ethnicity love (laughs) sorry uh ethically responsible everybody deserves this all women do give it to them and they do well lesbians deserve it even more because we can't do it without well some yeah yeah right well so come some, on, BC. Some straight women can't do it without either. Oh, I know that. But they at least have, there's at least an option, generally, for most people who are straight and have sex with men with penises who yeah. have sperm. Anyway, so they're, so why don't we move to Madrid? Ugh. That sounds super easy. I'll look into it. Okay. It's better than on. You do the research and I'll pretend that I am also doing it. <laughs> I just feel like it's the best idea. From all the research I've done, because you don't ever read anything, and you'll just have to be like, I hey, trust you. Hey, I read stuff. I just feel like you need to, like, find the stuff, and then I'll vet it. How about that? Okay, but you haven't even been doing that. Well, you haven't been telling me to vet anything. Oh, just you wait. 
You better check you know your what? email. It's, it's going to be just like chores. I just need you to tell me when to do it. Mm. And I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, you can't argue with me about that, can you? So I want... I heard a I heard a new baby name that I think is really, really cute. And it, I can't tell if it would be a good first name or middle name. Anyway, Eileen. Spelled I-S-L-E-Y. Nobody will pronounce that right. Why? How else would you pronounce Isley? Yes. Why would you ever name someone Isley? Have you heard the crazy names people have out there? Do you like it? Eileen. It's so cute, isn't it? I don't know. I don't hate it. I just can't picture how to spell it. I don't think I would spell it with an S. Then how would you spell it? I-L-E-E? No. A-Y-L-I-E? No. Don't start getting into like crazy spellings. I don't know. I really have been like, the name Hazel keeps coming up in my head, and I don't know why. Hazel. We talked about that last week. We did. Is that a contender? I think it is. I what think, about do you, how Eileen, do you, how Hazel? Do you, how do you feel about Hazel? I like it. I'm not like over the moon about it, but I like Eileen better. Hmm. Eileen, Hazel, Dubay. The name thing. Have any of you struggled with the name thing? Or any of you like talking about names already while you're doing your IUI thing? I know someone who's struggling with a name thing. Yeah, we have One a friend <laughs> who's like really struggling, like really, 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 really intensely struggling. Guess how old her baby is. No, older. Mm, older. Getting on to eight, nine weeks yeah. at this point. Nameless. And it's, no, 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 not technically, technically not nameless. I mean, technically nameless, but like oh, the has, list of names is yeah. like 20 or 30 names still. Yeah. And I just wanted to pick one. Yeah. Just do it. Just pull the trigger. It's really hard to refer to a kid when they don't have a name. Like, oh, that baby. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good to pick out names beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really good to have a super short list before you even are pregnant. So what about this then? What is the absolute worst name you can think of that you wouldn't name your child? And don't say something like shit stain because like obviously no one's going to name their kids shit stain. But normal name, but you think it's fucking awful. I don't like the name Erica. I don't really know why, but I don't like it. Huh. And Shannon. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> if any of you have those names, I don't think it's like, it's not, and it's not like I have, there's people in my life with those names that I hate. Oh, I know. My all-time worst name ever on the planet that I would never, ever name anybody. Yeah. Chad. Oh, Chad. Okay. My- the, Ch- the Chad one is from a person I knew. But I haven't really ever met a Chad that wasn't a douchebag. So if you know one that isn't, let me know. Because I feel like maybe there's some sort of weird conspiracy about the name Chad where it's like, once you name your kid Chad, that's it. You're dooming him to douchebaggery. Yeah. I really think the name Fred is awful. Ooh. It's such an old man name. But what about like the name Frederick? Frederick is okay. Mm. But I just imagine... All old men named Fred are like child molesters. <laughs> Let's just not do the podcast at all. <laughs> the baby mama's podcast. Hey, if you like this podcast, make sure to find us on Facebook at the Baby Mama's Podcast. Send us an email, thebabymamaspodcast at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at babymamascast. If you even want to be a guest, live in the Vancouver area, come and join us, contact us. And review us on iTunes!